From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. This is WIA National News for week commencing August 14, the Remembrance Day weekend. I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker. Now don't forget, after the news and after the callbacks, we'd like you just to take just that little bit extra time and give out a few numbers to those taking part in the contest. The Remembrance Day Contest 2011. The sun has unleashed the largest solar flare in five years. This is it burst forth on the far side of the sun, so little impact to satellites and communication systems this side. However, the USA's Space Weather Prediction Center says there were reports of brief shortwave radio disruptions in our part of the world, mainly Asia. Scientists estimate there will be more such solar eruptions over the next three to five years. The world's first DATV CUSO party will be on Melbourne's VK3 RTV repeater later this month. The CUSO party, organised by Peter Cousins VK3 BFG, will include the Amateur Television Network of California and the British Amateur Television Club. Peter VK3 BFG said the 8pm, that's Australian Eastern Standard Time, Friday the 26th, is quite good timing to kick off the two-day event as part of Amateur Radio Victoria's celebration of its centenary. Current arrangement includes VK7 Tango Whiskey, VK7 Echo Mike, VK3 CE, VK4 XRL. Their videos will come via Skype, which will then be put out on DVB-S to VK3 RTV2. Melbourne stations will respond via VK3 RTV1 and VK3 BCU is in Thailand and will be Skype-linked. Now, it is rather confusing on radio, so what I would suggest you do is pop along to our website, read the text edition, that is wia.org.au. Only days left to register for the ILLW. ILLW, that of course is the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. So far as totals go, the USA has taken the lead on 65 followed by Australia on 63. Now, come on, there must be a couple of more lights here in Australia ready to go. In all, up to 50 countries have entered. Among the Australian entries is Evans Headlight, in memory of former operator Bob Peterson, VK2AAG, a recent silent key. The Oxley Region Radio Club, VI40BOR, celebrating its 40 years. This attacking point lighthouse. Ipswich and District Radio Club signs VI4FI from Sandy Cape on Fraser Island. VK3WI, Amateur Radio Victoria Centenary Bonus Point Station at Williamstown. If you're looking for first-time activated lighthouses in Australia, try for VK4 and Point Cartwright, Busted Head and Lady Elliot Island. To VK5, there's Corny Point. And VK6, we have Casarina. Check out the website, illw.net. VK6 APH receives award. Bob Bristow, VK6POP, reports that Sunday the 7th of August at the NCRG Hamfest, it was his pleasure to present to Phil Harmon, VK6APH, the Ron Wilkinson Award Certificate. The award was announced at the recent WIA AGM in Darwin. Phil agreed to be presented with the award at Hamfest. Phil received the award in recognition of his contribution to amateur radio, especially in digital techniques and for his contributions to amateur radio literature. Phil said he was honoured to receive the award and the presentation of the certificate was done live on air during the News West weekend news broadcast. Thank you, Bob. It's a great pleasure to receive the Ron Wilkerson Achievement Award. Um, I think being recognised by your peers of 
something you love to do and a, a, a hobby which is very close to my heart is tremendous. I've been working on software defeat radios for over 10 years now and learning, teaching, presenting, writing, developing um, this new technology has been an uh, uh, absolutely wonderful experience. It's great to be able to contribute to a new and leading edge technology where the commercial boys haven't quite caught us up and uh, I hope to be able to do that for uh, quite a few more years. Again, thank you for the Wireless Institute and it's a pleasure to receive the award. VK1 WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds. AMS across Australia. VK2, Liverpool and District Amateur Radio Club are holding a club auction Saturday, August 20. That's next Saturday at 10am. A large variety of equipment on offer, including Swan 500 transceiver, Swan VHF 152 metre linear, transmitter valves and collectible valves. VK3 Weekend Foundation Licence Course. Want some quality training for the Foundation Licence or know someone who may be interested? Then tell them about the next class on offer from Amateur Radio Victoria and that'll be September 10 and 11. Inquiries most welcome by Barry Robinson. His telephone number 0428 516 001. In VK4, the Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club's AGM weekend is Friday 30 September to Sunday the 2nd of October. The famous and popular Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club AGM will be on from 3.30 on the Friday right through until midday Sunday the 2nd. Thanks to Gavin and the Townsville Amateur Radio Club, we learn the basic costs are the same as last year. That is $13.20 per person per night or $6.60 for day visitors. I'm pretty sure that the uh, Amateur Radio Club out there at Central Highlands must have uh, shares in um, in my book or uh, something like that, working out prices at $13.20 and $6.60. The treasurer will be busy. Now, caravanners, book into Lake Maraboon Holiday Village as soon as possible. All you need to do is lift a digit or two, let Gordon VK4KAL know before the booking deadline of 25 September of your intentions to attend. And finally, around Australia, we go to VK7 on the weekend of 21-22 of August. VK7MO will be joining Eric, VK7NFI and Wayne, VK7NET, for the International Lighthouse Weekend operating from Table Cape Lighthouse. That's QE26, northwest Tasmania. The top of the lighthouse gives an excellent takeoff all across Bass Strait. Now, Rex will be operating on the very high bands, 144, 432, 1296, 10368, SSB, digital. He'll also try Meteor Scatter. With this fast-approaching weekend for International Lighthouse and Lightship Brigade teams, they're planning to activate several lighthouses across VK7. There's Devonport with Winston VK7, Echo Mike and Scott VK7, NWT. They're preparing to activate Mersey Bluff Lighthouse. 7NFI, 7NET are doing the usual at Wynyard with the Table Cape Lighthouse. Dion VK7DB, a first-time activation of Sandy Cape. The event, of course, runs 2021 of October. Please drop in and give some support to the operators doing their bit to promote amateur radio and keeping the airwaves active. They'll look forward to both personal visits and on-air contacts. If you're in the top half of the territory, you're listening to this news broadcast from VK1WIA via the Darwin Amateur Radio Club station VK8DA and heard Sunday mornings at 9am local time. Transmitting on 146.900, the Palmerston repeater, which requires a 123Hz tone to access it. On HF, we transmit on 3.555 in the 80 metre band. 7.193 7.193 in 40 metre band, 10.137 in the 30 metre band, 
and 14.337 MHz in the 20 metre band. This is Spud on behalf of the Darwin Amateur Radio Club. You're listening to VK1WIA. What use is an F-call? When I was learning to fly an aeroplane, my instructor at the time told me that every pilot has to do something called going solo. That's flying on your own for the first time. It's not the end of instruction, it's one in the path towards becoming a pilot. He also told me that this was true for pilots flying Cessnas, Boeing 747s and space shuttles. The same is true for your F-call. The time you've spent learning how amateur radio works, where things are written down, basic etiquette and procedure, are all designed to prepare you for the wider world of amateur radio. Your F-call license is the first step in the process of mastering this technical hobby. Think of your F-call as the keys to the front door. It's what allows you to participate in whatever level you'd like to. You can, of course, go on to get extra licenses. Just like in flying, going solo is only one step on the way to the moon. The joy is in the process of discovering your niche in the path along the way. So your F-call is but one aspect of your hobby. On the air last week, an amateur had purchased a radio which turned out to be not such a great bargain. Through trial and error, you can learn what this hobby is all about. Talking to like-minded people will help you find out what the tips and traps are. I realise that there are more than a few listeners who either haven't got their kit ready, or if they do, are afraid to talk and use it. Over the coming months, a few of us are going to get together to come up with a way that you can participate on the air without being afraid to make mistakes. And I should also say that you should find ways of participating in events as they happen. The people turning up at those events come from all different walks of life, but they all have in common that they have an interest in this hobby of amateur radio. I'm Ono Benshop, VK6 Fox Lima Alpha Bravo. Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. International News with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. The California Highway Patrol says that while there was never any emergency, that didn't stop a Sacramento woman from allegedly making 2,457 calls to the state's 9-11 emergency response number since June. According to one CHP officer, she was arrested after allegedly placing more than 130 non-emergency calls to 9-11 dispatchers on one Wednesday morning alone. She actually used three different cell phones to make the 911 calls. From 911 to 911, look for special event station N3U slash FLT93, N3U slash United Flight 93 to be activated once again between September 8th to the 15th to remind amateur radio operators worldwide of the tragic events that happened near Shanksville, New York City and Washington DC on September 11th, 2001. This year's activity will take place during the 10th anniversary and the memorial dedication for the victims of United Flight 93. QSL N3U slash FLT93 via W3PN by the Bureau or Direct. Please include a stamped self-addressed envelope and enough return postage. If additional postage is needed, your QSL will be returned via the Bureau.
Another call will be KC2RA, New York City's Kings County Repeater Association, who have announced they will be a part of the 9-11 commemorative events to be held at the historic Conference House on Staten Island. The group will operate under the club's KC2RA call sign to one of those who lost their lives on September 11, 2001. This coming September 11th marks the 10th anniversary of the Al-Qaeda-backed terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001. These attacks destroyed the two World Trade Center tower buildings in New York City and damaged the Pentagon when radical Islamic extremists hijacked four U.S. flag carrier jetliners and crashed them into the two structures. Over 3,000 American citizens were killed, as well as a number of foreign nationals who worked in the Twin Towers buildings. Over the years, there have been several ham radio operations in remembrance of those whose lives were lost in this senseless and wanton carnage. With this being the first decade anniversary of the September 11, 2001 tragedy, we here at the Amateur Radio Newsline are trying to compile a list of radio clubs and individual hams who are planning any form of amateur radio memorial operation to honor those whose lives were lost that day. If you have plans to commemorate 911, please drop us an email to newsline at arnewsline.org and let us know all of the details. We in turn will list as many as we can on our website, www.arnewsline.org. Those stories from the Average Radio Newsline. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service across Australia. I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News. In Ballarat, it can be heard on the VK3RWA repeater, 147.100, every Sunday at 11am. This Weird and Wonderful comes to us courtesy of the South Australian branch of the Historical Radio Society of Australia. I'm John VK2JJW. The Ten Commandments of Electronics. One. Beware of the lightning that lurks in an undischarged capacitor, lest it cause thee to be bounced upon thy backside in a most ungentlemanly manner. 2. Cause thou the switch that supplies large quantities of juice to be opened and thus tagged, so thy days may be long in the world. 3. Prove to thyself that all circuits that radiateth, and upon which thou worketh, are grounded, lest they lift thee to high-frequency potential and cause thee to radiate. 4. Take care thou useth the proper method when thou takest the measure of high-voltage circuits, so that thou dost not incinerate both thee and the meter. For verily thou hast no account number, and can be easily replaced. The meter doth have one, and as a consequence bringeth much woe upon the supply department. 5. Tarry not amongst those who engage in intentional shocks, for they are surely non-believers, and not long for this world. 6. Take care thou tampereth not with interlocks and safety devices, for this will incur the wrath of thy seniors, and bring the fury of the safety officer down upon thy head and shoulders. 7. Work not upon energized equipment, for if thou doest, thy buddies will surely be buying beer without thee, and the space at the bar will be filled by another. 8. 
Verily, I say unto thee, never service high-voltage equipment alone, for electric cooking is a slothful process, and thou might sizzle for hours on end before thy maker sees fit to end thy misery and drag thee into his fold. 9. Trifle not with radioactive equipment, lest thou commence to glow in the dark like unto a lightning bug. 10. Commit thee to memory the words of the prophets, which are written in instruction books, which giveth thou the straight dope, and which consoleth thee, and thou canst not make mistakes. Here endeth the Ten Commandments of Electronics. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. Operational News, I'm Felix VK for fuq Special Events and On-Air Contest Column, Dateline 2011. August 13 and 14, WIA Remembrance Day Contest. August 20 and 21, Worldwide IWLW. August 27 and 28, Alara YL Contest. October 22, WIA Jack Files Contest. November 26 and 27, WIA Spring VHF UHF Field Day. I mentioned the August 27-28 Alara Contest. Would you believe this is their 31st Alara Contest? It's where YLs can work everyone. OMs and clubs can join in, but only by working YLs. For actual frequencies and rules of operation, see the Alara website, alara.org.au. WRTC 2014 releases new promotional video. A new promotional video for the 2014 World Radio Sport Team Championship Games has been released by the events planners. Produced by noted filmmaker James Brooks, 9V1YC, the video showcases the aspect of radio sports, along with showing the planning that goes into preparing to host an event of this magnitude. You can see this new promotional video online at the address in this week's news on wia.org.au. Special Event Stations DX and Beacon and Net Advice Historic RWF station active for RD contest this weekend. RAF Commemorative Station VK4KG will be operating portable for this year's RD contest August 13 and 14, somewhere in North Queensland at a significant historic military site, and would appreciate any support on air. EA3PT will be active stroke EA6 on Menorca Island between August 8 and 21. This operation will be holiday style, meaning that he will be on the air as he feels the need or as time permits. Bands announced are 40 through 10 using SSB only. QSL via logbook of the world or by paper QSL to his home call sign EA8PT. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From the WIA News Hub in Melbourne and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. The Q News Workbench, the Nuts and Volts Report. I'm Col, VK3LED. IEEE 802.22 can use VHF and UHF TV frequencies. The IEEE has recently released the new 802.22 standard for wireless regional area network, RAN, using white spaces in the TV frequency spectrum. The IEEE 802.22 standard is designed to provide rural broadband wireless access using cognitive radio technology. It uses VHF and UHF TV channels between 54 and 862 MHz and is claimed to have a theoretical range of up to 33 kilometers. 
It is envisaged that subscribers would use directional antennas on the roof. IEEE 802.22 can deliver a data rate of up to 19 megabits per second in a 6 megahertz wide USA TV channel. Bonding using more than one channel for TXRX can provide greater bandwidth. A single channel might be able to support 12 simultaneous users in the coverage area. Read the register article in the text edition of the weekly WIA National News when you visit wia.org.au. Good morning, this is Robert VK3DN with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group Intruder Watch Enforcement Zone. A radio amateur in Northern California inadvertently pushed a keyboard up to his Kia, which produced a stream of dots at 25 words per minute for well over a week. NZART Infoline says an unofficial effort in Region 3 bringing in Region 1 via the Intruder Watch and various posts to DX clusters and Yahoo groups eventually resulted in the radio amateur being contacted via the ARRL in the USA. Signal reports were received from Europe, USA, Africa and Australia and New Zealand who heard it first and raised the alarm. The resultant HFDX hunt resulted in a solid triangulation on the USA states from radio amateurs from all over the world. Finally, we can only imagine a slightly embarrassed radio amateur within the US was contacted and the stream nicknamed Dotty ceased yesterday. Excellent collaboration throughout the Intruder Watch organisations across Europe, USA and New Zealand, which could only have occurred with the support of radio amateurs who participated in the hunt, providing signal reports. For a week, the 18085.5 signal was an excellent HF beacon for propagation. Another exciting tale from the NZART monitoring service. And who says monitoring is boring? Worldwide Special Interest Groups ATV. BATC offers free streaming service to ham radio events. If you want to webcast a ham radio happening to the world, the British Amateur Television Club is ready and eager to supply the assistance that you might need. Amateur Radio Newsline say, according to an email from Ian Abel, G3ZHI, the club is a high-capacity streaming server available to any individual radio amateur or ham group that would like to use it for webcasting a ham radio event. Nor is live netcasting the only aspect of this free video streaming operation. The BATC site is also a video repository for those who want to have their video material made available online. It seems very easy to webcast and only requires the Adobe Video Encoder, which is a free download, and that use of the British Amateur Television Club streaming service, which is also free. If you are interested in making use of the service, then please contact Ian by email. His address, g3zhi at hotmail.com. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Females in Radio. ALARA, the Australian Ladies AR Association. Reminded that their net is held each Monday on 3.570 MHz, commencing at 10.30 UTC. The 2012 ALARA Whale Meet in Adelaide is shaping up very well. Hello, I'm Tina, VK5TMC, organiser of the 2012 Whale International Meet in Adelaide, Australia. 
from the 3rd of May to the 9th of May 2012 with an optional nine-day GAN luxury train and bus adventure. We currently have 50 YLs and OMs registered and at least another 25 who have expressed interest in attending our meet. Countries represented so far besides Australia are Norway, Germany, UK, Japan, New Zealand, USA, and Canada. The web page has itineraries, a list of those hoping to attend, and lots of information including final prices. You can check out everything at http colon double forward slash www.ylinternational2012.com or just search for YL International 2012. We are trying regular skeds on Echolink at the conference station Alara on the second Tuesday of the month at 0500 UTC, 1100 UTC, and 2200 UTC, which hopefully will allow most people to check in at a convenient time. Join us for a chat or to get your questions answered. We would be happy just to meet you. If no one is there after 10 minutes, we'll probably be, won't be there after a quarter past the hour. You can contact me directly at vk5tmc at bigpond.com, all in lowercase. Registration is open now, and we're waiting for your name to be added. I hope you are all working on your plans for the meet and looking forward to it as much as I am. 33, this is VK5 TMC Tina from Adelaide, Australia. Thanks, Tina. And that email for Tina again is vk5tmc at bigpond.com. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio, IARU Region 3, Emergency Centre of Activity COA Frequencies, they are as follows. 3 7.11, 14.3, 18.16 and 21.36 MHz. Wyson have a new postal address and are seeking volunteers. Yes, Wyson in New South Wales is seeking volunteers for the Hawkesbury Canoe Classic to be held on the weekend of the 22nd and 23rd of October, plus a bump-in and bump-out task surrounding the event. The race runs from Windsor to Mooney Mooney and is a major fundraising event for the Arrow Bone Marrow Transplant Foundation. To assist, please email operations at nsw.wyson.org.au. Oh, and Wyson's new postal address can be found on the group's website, along with membership forms and other information. The URL, www.nsw.wyson.org.au. That's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. As time goes by, VK4BB rewinds to Ham Radio's Halcyon Days. And finally this week, it's been 30 years since former Radio Netherlands media network host Jonathan Marks, G8WGN, wrote a parody on international radio broadcasting, one based on his favorite radio series at the time, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He called it The Hitchhiker's Guide to DXing, and it was an overwhelming hit when it first aired back in 1980. Here's a quick sample, courtesy of G8WGN. 
It's estimated that psychologists, psychoanalysts, psychotherapists and others with a leaning toward the psyche have devoted literally thousands of seconds to the study of the shortwave listener. They calculated that the average SWL spends well over a day annually just listening to DX Jukebox, a couple of weeks trying to catch up with the news, does three times his fair share in keeping the post office in business, and came up with lots of other end-to-end -end statistics. As Marx writes in his online blog, there seemed to be so much to make fun of at the time because of the boring propaganda at the height of the Cold War. According to Marx, several segments of this classic series are now available for download from the media network Vintage Vault at jonathanmarx.libsyn.com. The rest, says G8WGN, will follow shortly. Jonathan also invites everyone to browse through other material stored at the Media Network Vintage Vault, and he encourages you to share your stories as well. The social scene brings us to the conclusion of WIA National News on this, the RD weekend. Again, as we said at the top of the bulletin, after the news and the callbacks, please hang around and uh, give out a few numbers for everybody taking part in the Remembrance Day contest. Social Scene, August 28 in VK2, the Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club's annual Winterfest. September 10 in VK4, Sunshine Coast Hamfest at Wombai School of Arts. September 11, SADARC Comms Day at Shepparton. September 16 and 18 in VK4, the North Queensland Amateur Radio Convention. September 23, 28, Region 3's ARDF Championship in Bendigo. September 30 through until October 2, the VK4 Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club's AGM at Camp Fairburn. And November 20, VK5's Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest at Goodwood. Till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. And after you do give out those numbers and take part in the contest, make sure you get all your details into Peter Harding, VK4OD, the WIA's contest manager for RD2011. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.